Hello, everybody. Dr. Rick Wallace. Uh, for those of you who caught the first uh, live stream, uh, I told you I would be back, and I am back. And I am not going to take long, but I am about to go into a place that I don't go into a lot, not because I'm ashamed of it, not because I... Um, the reason I don't go there is I'm a firm believer that one of the ways that uh, you are unable to overcome the past is by continuing to live in it, good or bad. I think that you have to take the lessons and keep moving. But sometimes your past is a testimony uh, to people who are going, thing, going through things that you've been through. And so uh, what I decided to do is read from a very transparent part of the book. I told you we're going to be doing readings from a number of different books that I've written. This is book number 20. So take in mind, it was written a while ago. So some of the stuff is going to be dated and the numbers will have changed because I've done some more things since then. Uh, but this is a very transparent part of the book. I'm going to didact some of it because I want you to actually get the book because it's so much more there. But I'm going to give you enough of it so you can really look into my life and see some things. And I'm going to be reading from chapter 20 the cost of greatness, but the subcategory I'm going to touch on is what I personally know about success is a part of this. And it's the last section of this particular chapter. And it says what I personally know about success. I'm going to share some things with you. Then I'm going to close out. And I hope that this book blesses you. If you want to get the book, the link is in there. Also, I'm going to tell you about something else special going on right now, but let me take you into a part of my life that people know about because it's not the first time I've talked about it. I've shared it numerous occasions. I talk about it when I speak and I talk about it in very small increments when I normally speak doing videos. I let you know I went through something in 2010, 2012. Up in that area was the worst time of my uh, life. But let me give you a little bit more detailed um, idea of what took place and why I am who I am today and why I'm as good as I am and what I do today. Uh, what I personally know about success, people who do not know me tend to look at the outward appearance and make assumptions. I'm normally extremely casual. I have a number of tattoos, which ultimately leads them to ask me what qualifies me to speak on success. My response is, you mean in addition to the fact that I have successfully launched and operated 44 companies, that's 47 now, over the last 30 years, published 20 books, it's 24, and working on 25 now. After being told I would never get the first book published, obtained two doctorate degrees, service, uh, service clients on an international level, and more, Normally, people who prejudge me will quickly genuflect their assessment after a few minutes of dialogue. However, it is not my personal accomplishment that are, that are important here. It's my story. I was an extremely precocious child learning to read at the age of three. And if my grandmother, who, who if my great grandmother, who was also my adopted mother and so much more was alive, she would add quite loquacious. I literally started my public speaking career at the age of three and a half year, years old. My grandmother had taught me the story of the creation from the Bible. And once I learned it, she taught me how to recite it. And then she took me from church to church in the greater Houston area and beyond. And I became known as the little boy who does the creation story. 
Her teaching me the creation from the first three chapters of the Bible was also how I learned to read. So my first encounter with reading was through word recognition. Phonics came later. I would read read anything I got my hands on, including the writing on household products, signs, and more. At the age of five, my grandmother bought me the entire Encyclopedia Britannica from an encyclopedia salesman who stopped by the house. At, and by the time I was 10, I had read the entire set. See, I grew up at a time, I'm a, um, I grew up at a time when everybody came by the house, the encyclopedia salesman, the vacuum cleaner salesman, uh, the cleaning guy, uh, the linen guy, every uh, insurance salesman. Everybody came by the house to do business with you. Uh, now we are annoyed as hell if somebody knocks on our door. But everybody came by. The encyclopedia salesman came by. My grandmother saw me light up when I saw uh, what he was what he was selling. And she uh, made the sacrifice that she did so many times to invest in me. And I'm for grateful. Now, what I'm about to experience here is one of the reasons I don't do this, because I still get emotional about this. Um, my life is what it is because of people who cared. And those who know me know I lost my dad, uh, my great grandfather in 1992. That just shook my world. I'm still recovering from that. 30 years later, uh, I lost my great grandmother in 2010 during the time I was going through all of this. So uh, y'all bear with me. So uh, moving on to my adult life, I grew up in the inner city community in Houston called Clinton Park, affectionately known as Killer Park. I was a young black male who never even met his father and had no relationship of uh, parental or maternal uh, reality with his mother. The statistics reveal that there was a good chance that I would not live to see my 18th birthday, but I was determined to make it out. And I not only came out of the hood, I came out on fire. I was driven to succeed thanks to my grandmother and a handful of teachers throughout my school years that groomed me for success, I had no concept of the idea of ultimate failure. I, it seemed that the universe had been programmed to respond to my every whim. But by the time I was 30, I had opened numerous businesses, competed as a professional athlete, started a family, and more. Then life happened. My success had exposed me to a world that I was ill-prepared to operate in. It took a while, but the core values that had been instilled in me were being eroded by the influence of the world I was operating in. I was beginning to buy into many fallacious concepts when it all cost. It's a dog-eat-dog -dog world. Get them before they get you. The lines became blurred, and I became more self-consumed, and then the bottom completely fell out. One of my major clients balked on an agreement with me, and my response not only robbed me of my fortune, but cost me much more. Fortunately, that's not the end of the story. Uh, while I was going through the things that I went through during this time, and there's a lot, like I said, you'll get it all in the book, but the one thing that uh, woke me up and kept me going was something my grandfather taught me when I was 17 years old. It was one of many conversations we had about success. And if you've listened to me, you've heard me uh, mention it, but I'm going to read it here. He said, son, in life, you're going to find yourself in one of three places. You will either be going into a storm, in a storm, or coming out of a storm. 
your first inclination will be to find someone to blame for your storm. Don't waste your time on such a frivolous pursuit because nine times out of 10, that person is you. Instead of looking for someone to blame, focus on a, your number one responsibility. When you find yourself in a storm, your number one responsibility as a man is to ensure that you come out of that storm a better man than when you went in. Son, allow the storm to develop you. From that moment moving forward, it stopped being about me. It became a quest to build a legacy that I could leave behind that said I was here and I made a difference. At this point, I prayed to the divine creator of the universe. No, I did not pray for mystical deliverance from my situation. I did not beg or plead to be dealt a new hand. I understood that this moment was both the direct consequences of my actions and decisions, as well as a part of my divine destiny. Knowing this moment of difficulty was connected to my destiny reminded me I was built for this. My prayer was actually very simple. I asked the creator to simply continue to provide me with the breath of life. I promised that if I continued to wake up every morning, I would answer the bell. That was my arrangement with God. I wasn't begging, get me out of here, take me out of this, or I can't deal with this. It was simply, don't let me die while I'm in here. Wake me up and I'll answer the bell. And I knew I was built for it. I knew I had in me what it would take to come out of it. And so that's what I did. I said, I'll answer the bell. I was homeless for a year. But during that time, I published two of my 16 well, at that time, uh, 16 books, two of my, what is now 24 books, started a company working from a laptop that I had, all I had. <laughs> I even spoke and served at homeless shelters while keeping my own situation a secret. In fact, the entire year, maybe three people knew my predicament. During that year, I met all types of setbacks and obstacles, but I wanted to succeed as much as I wanted to breathe. I had to succeed. I still had children who needed me to succeed. I still had people who needed me to live out a testimony that would provide them with the courage to stand up and face their struggles, disappointments, and delays. I can tell you from my experience that delay does not mean denial. For some, this story will be a turnoff because people don't like to hear about suffering and failures and setbacks and and and. And, and all of that, it comes with a still stigma. Well, this story isn't for you then. I will say that the life that I it, it went through saved me. The disappointments and the setbacks saved me. The being on my back saved me. What did it save me from? It saved me from arrogance. It saved me from being self-consumed. It saved me from a narcissistic complex. It saved me from believing everything was about me. And it introduced me to my purpose. It introduced me to something greater than myself. It introduced me to a force that has not allowed me to shut down once since. It says this story is for the person who believes that their mistakes have sentenced them to a life of failure and mediocrity. I don't care what mistakes you've made. I don't care how far you've fallen. I don't care how many bridges you've burned. If you're still breathing, you're still in the fight. I'm challenging you. Don't give in. Don't quit. Look, it says 
in that year of homelessness, I met only, I met the only two fears I had as a man face to face, being broke and being homeless. Nothing scares me now. I don't fear man, circumstances, nor failure. I was bruised by that moment, but I was not broken. I found that the darkness had surrounded me, but I was still standing. It has been over 10 years since the darkness rolled into my paradise. And I'm not, and I'm now the founder and CEO of an enterprise that owns and operates eight different companies, including a media company, business consulting firm, a life empowerment company, uh, and more. I have published uh, more than 20 books, hundreds of academic papers, produced nearly 20,000 prose articles on multitudinous topics for many clients as a content creator. I have recovered every... Have I recovered everything that I initially lost? No, but I am a long way from being done. Plus I see success differently now. I judge myself more now on the impact I have on those I encounter. What I can tell you is that your past does not have to define you. You do not have to mortgage your future to pay for your past. You do, do what you want, do what you want to succeed. If so, no, I'm sorry. It says, do you want to succeed? If so, it is time to get up, dust yourself off and determine that you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. Now go make it happen. Man, it always brings back memories. Uh, I decided not to fold. I decided to turn tragedy into triumph. And I know that sounds cliche-ish, but you're gonna learn, you're gonna have to learn how to transform the darkness into a force of light. And I am so grateful that I went through that because it not only gave me the confidence and assurance that I can take on anything in life. It prepared me to teach other people how to do it as well. It prepared me to set people's on fire uh, with, with, a, with a passion associated with their purpose in this world, to give them a sense of hope, to give them a sense of awareness and certainty and confidence that eludes so many because so many are caught up in that same world that I almost destroyed me. Don't mortgage your future to pay for your past. If you want to get the rest of what's in that book, the link is in the description box. And finally, I want to tell you about something else. Uh, one of the things, one of the programs that I created a few years back that I'm absolutely enjoying is the Rapid Change Breakthrough Session. It's a one session encounter with yours truly, where you have a moment where we literally Look at where you're at. Look at where you want to go. Ask some questions. Answer those questions. Develop a plan. Do a disc assessment and literally initiate your vision and your dream and send you on your way. One encounter is called a rapid change breakthrough session. It's literally the creation of a moment of breakthrough where you break through the boundaries of your thinking, break through the boundaries of your limitations, break through the boundaries of, of, of uh, negative anticipation and, and speculation and 
and all of that stuff that holds you back. And you literally break through into an idea and thought process that leads you to unimaginable ends. And I have done so well with that. I have uh, uh, unbelievable results. 99.9 plus percent of the people who have participated in this one-on-one encounter have rated it as above satisfactory. And the only person that didn't was a person that said it was it was satisfactory. I got what I came to get. But everybody else said I got more than uh, what I came to get. And the link to that is in the box. The good thing is we are observing. Uh, we are observing Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Cyber Week, whatever. And so for now, the price has been cut in half. Uh, I normally charge three fifty uh, for that one breakthrough session. Uh, it is now one seventy five. And also, here's the thing: anybody who signs up within the next twenty four hour gets critical mass as a bonus. So you don't have to buy the book if you're going to sign up for the course. The book will come with the course. Um, and like I said, this is 360 plus, 360 plus pages of nothing but power. And it walks you through. This isn't about tagging, tugging on your emotion. Yes, that that probably was emotional for some people who's going through some things. But I'm telling you how to get through it in this book. It's not the same as working with me. But I tell you what, if you're a book reader, it's going to really set you on fire. I can tell you that. A number of my clients have come to me after reading this book because they applied what was in the book and got results and figured, man, if I can get the results from reading the book, how much can I get from actually working with him? Uh, I'm going to tell you, like, the things that fulfill me now, it used to be going after things, what I drove, how much money I could get and all this stuff like this here. I still like nice cars. I still have a fetish for watches. I don't really have the fetish for clothes I used to have. I don't gave away so many clothes. It's crazy. I still love caps. Uh, but, uh, the thing I get excited about is seeing how I touch lives. And I'm going to tell you, like when I'm sitting up and I'm working with a client, a person has literally paid me thousands of dollars to work with them. My smallest package for an ongoing process, I'm sharing this with you to make a point is my bronze package. It's the least expensive package to actually work with me in an ongoing way. I have created Savage in six, which is a six week program, but for most people, they haven't. The Savage and Six was just created, so I don't have but maybe one person right now with that. But my bronze package is twenty five hundred and forty dollars. So a person has paid me a minimum of twenty five hundred dollars to work with me, and I'm sitting there and I'm working with them, and they'll say, "And I read this part right here, and it said, and they will pick up my book and they're literally reading my book to me, and then it hits. You are making a difference." Because, you know, you see the sales, but you, do you know what you're wondering? Do they get the book and they just throw it down like many people do? Are they reading the book or is the book really impacting? Because you don't get a lot of people that come back after they have read the book. They get the book and they write write, write in the comments how excited they are or they'll come back and write how quickly they got the book. But they don't write about what happened after they read the book. So to have somebody saying, I'm sitting in front of you because I read this book. That right there. There's no price you can put on that. My grandfather told me, son, fill your space. I said, dad, what do you mean? He said, never walk in a room and leave the people in that room the way you found them. 
say and never walk out of a room having taken more than you left behind. He says, nothing wrong with charging for your gift, but make sure what you give for what you charge is more in value than what you're taking away. And you'll, you'll, you, you'll never, never, ever leave people the same way you found them. And when someone sits up and they're reading that book and they're telling you, well, this happened and that happened, and then it's, okay, I'm filling my space. And here's the thing, though. I'm going to leave you with this. As much as I'm filling my space, I am not close to being complacent or satisfied. We are going into 2022 full steam ahead. My goal is to change the lives of one million people in 2022. And I am starting now building the momentum, creating the programs, introducing the program, bringing people in. I'm telling you, you are here to change lives. How you fare in this world, how you live in this world, your lifestyle actually will be a, a product of you changing lives, providing people with what they need, providing people with what uh, is so important to them. The depth at which you do it is going to be up to you and the reward that you receive will be in direct correspondence to the depth at which you do it. But you can change lives and your life will be everything you want it to be in the process. That's something it took me a while to learn. It took me falling on my back to realize I can have nice things and still, I mean, just really just be an impact. Because at the end of the day, that's all I get to take with me is my legacy. That's the thing that will speak of me long after I'm gone. It won't be how many cars I had in the driveway. It won't be how many zeros were in the bank account. It won't be how many square feet was in that house. It won't be any of that. You know what it'll be? You know what it'll be? How many lives did you change? How many people are walking around talking about this man that I met, Dr. Wallace? Or this man that I met, Rick Wallace. A man, I'm so glad I knew Rick. Whatever level we engage on, I, I, I want to leave an impact in your life so powerful that you share it with other people. And, and here we go. I said, I know I said I was done, but I told myself a long time ago that I wouldn't just affect lives. I would infect people. I would infect them. I would infect them with passion. I would infect them with my faith. I would infect them with a sense of, uh, of urgency. I would infect them with a sense of self-confidence. I would infect them with all the things that were driving me. Why? Because when you infect someone, you're talking about something that's contagious. It's a contagion. It's meant to be spread. It's It, it means that you, they leave you not only taking what you gave them, but they have the capacity to take it to someone else. So they go through and the fire that you plant inside of them, they take it to someone else and they infect them. And then that person infects someone and so on and so on. And you look up and you've changed lives of people you've never met before. If you're not on fire about changing lives, let me tell you, I'm trying to save you from bumping your head and running into a wall, falling off a cliff and running and landing in a valley. I'm trying to tell you that if you learn this right now and you start to change your life, the money will come. The accolades will come. And what you'll find out is when it comes, it's like, yeah, it's good to have. Definitely want money. You don't want to be in this world without it. But is that really what fulfills you? 
Uh, I'm going to tell you, watching a child smile fulfills me. Being able to look at my wife and say, hey, look, look at what we're doing in changing lives because she's changing lives too. Unbelievable story she has. We got to get her on and let her talk. But, uh, you know, to look and watch her smile, to watch our children smile, to watch our grandchildren smile, to watch all of the people that I come in contact with have a different glow when I leave. You know, leave your house, get out of your bed, forget leave your, get out of your bed with an intent to do something powerful, something lasting, something impactful. That's my challenge to you. So if you're not, if, if you want the book, go get the book. If you want to take it a step further and do this rapid change breakthrough session, you're going to get a free disc assessment. That alone is worth the 350 that I charge. And you're going to get all of that for 175 plus the book. Plus imagine what we're doing right now. Imagine that one-on-one -on -one and it's just me and you talking about you. And I'm going to show you what's inside of you that you've never seen. I'm going to pull it out. And I guarantee you, I can do it. That's what I do. That's what God gifted me to do. I didn't know it at first. I was using it for every damn thing except what I should have been using it for. Oh, but now. Look, let's hook up. Let's talk. Let's make some things happen. On that note, I'm out of here. I hope you enjoyed the reading. I hope you enjoyed the transparency. I hope you share it. I hope you hit the like. I hope you do all the things that are going to let it impact and, and bless someone else, too. On that note, I'm out of here.